We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. On the phone with us is a guest that we've had on before, Ian Camacho, Look Ahead America. How you doing, man? Hey, Ryan. Great to see you again. It's been such a long time. Well, you guys are constantly working, and anytime I get a press release from you, I uh, I want to catch up because as I was talking to a colleague off air here, I said, hey, I'm having Ian Camacho back on this weekend, and she said, oh, yeah, you've had him on a few times. I said, yeah, I like having him on, and I like Look Ahead America because when we talk about election integrity issues, so much always gets lost in the, the fight that we never really get down to brass tacks about what actually is happening, um, maybe even what's changed in the last few years to eliminate some of these loopholes and, and things that we find that are problematic. I mean, that's what you guys are doing at Look Ahead America. So let's just catch up on some of the things you're working on right now. I don't really know which state you want to start on, but it sounds like you testified personally in a case that involved Indiana and Arizona. So let's start there. Yeah, we've actually had a few wins, and so I'm happy to share some some positive news. Um, yeah, so in uh, Indiana, uh, and you mentioned loopholes, funny enough, only recently, in 2022, they made double voting a felony. I didn't realize it was that recent. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, essentially, I submitted what looked like a double voter we found in Maricopa, Arizona, and Maricopa County, excuse me, and Hamilton County, Indiana, to uh, the Hamilton County you know, Board, as well as Maricopa Board. They determined it fell under Indiana, and uh, we found this through the national change of address list, and everything checked out. They got the voter records. They got the property records. They looked at signatures, and they said, this seems like the guy. I had to testify under oath, and they're referring it to the uh, you know the DA over there for a probable cause. So, so you ended up testifying in Indiana because the voter from Arizona had moved there. Is that right? Yeah, he had moved there. He had voted early. Um, but he'd also voted, you know, uh, by, I guess, mail or you know, early voting through Indiana um, voting. Now, and he when they asked, like, you know, what's your defense? His, you know, his attorney came in his place and just said he doesn't remember doing it, which was kind of a strange defense. But cause we had <laughs> all the records. We had, like, signatures. We had everything. So, I mean, there was really no way out of it. How much, Ian, do, do you find that Maricopa, Arizona, are they willing to work with you on these things? Not really. Um, in fact, uh, Indiana, when I was speaking to the clerks over there, they were saying that they had to basically like subpoena and put in formal request to finally get like the records from there. Like Maricopa was not helpful and they've not really been helpful whenever I've submitted them things. It just kind of goes into a dark hole. Yeah, that's uh, what I hear across the board. Now let's talk about some other states, though, before uh, we get too far down the line with Arizona. Uh, let's go to Wisconsin. What has Look Ahead America been doing there? 
So um, a while ago, I don't know if you recall, we were actually looking for volunteers to help us file complaints with the Wisconsin Election Board, or WEC as they're called. Um, and we had, because basically we had done the Wisconsin report and we said, we have a bunch of, you know, potentially illegal voters, including double voters, PO box voters, people who've registered in other states and are still voting here, et cetera. Um, and you know, I don't live in Wisconsin and none of the staff do, and we don't have legal standing to do so, but people who live in those counties can. So we said, Hey, look, we will pay for all the costs of notarization and mail and et cetera. Uh, we'll fill out the forms for you. You can triple check everything. Here's the evidence. And then you submit, right? And it's a good, you know, kind of, uh, what's the word, like uh, training wheels process for you. And uh, we got threats um, from WEC saying, you know, these are frivolous claims. We're going to fine you $500 if you continue it. And it scared a lot of our volunteers. Um, but I don't know if you've been following what happened in Wisconsin. Now it looks like the administrator of Megan Wolf is likely going to be impeached. And now they're trying to save face from what I'm seeing. But for us, hey, it works out. We got uh, six cases are being referred to prosecution in Dane, Kenosha, Marinette, and Waukesha County um, for false registrations for people who registered appeal boxes. So it's kind of vindicating, right, because people said it doesn't happen and whatever, but obviously they felt otherwise. So it, it, it took that apparently for it to happen, but, you know, it's nice to see some uh, work with the volunteers moving forward. Is it is it I've heard kind of various things about the Wisconsin Election Commission. Sometimes it sounds like they're doing a decent job. Other times I hear they're being obstructionist. Is it a is it a problem with leadership? Is that why this this woman's maybe going to be impeached and then the rest of it's kind of well, it'll be better once she's gone or how does that work? I mean, I can only speak to our experience with them or my experience. Like, for example, in addition to threatening the volunteers with frivolous claims, even though nothing was frivolous, we had it super well documented. Um, they had also sent out notifications to the clerks, basically saying they don't have to listen to any of the advice we're sending. Because we were trying to notify them, about, like, hey, you have potentially ineligible or illegal voters can check into this. And they basically just sent out like a, a thing saying, ignore them. You don't have to listen to their advice, et cetera. And this is all well documented, like official stuff that came from them. So, yeah, they've been hostile to us. I don't find them helpful. And they have they've pretty much been very bureaucratic. I personally would advise that the legislator um, in Wisconsin dissolve WEC and bring the power back to the DAs and the clerks. Um, they're, a need, they're a useless and needless bureaucratic organization. Yeah, and they absolutely have the power to do that. That is something that I have looked into. I don't know why they don't. Because there are a lot of people in Wisconsin who say the same thing. They're saying, well, we don't need this commission it's almost like it's so political hot potato that nobody really wants to go all the way to do what needs to be done but everybody knows it needs to be done yep that's i mean it's just going to take it took a while to get here so hopefully they can uh you know turn it back but at least you know hey at least it's something moving forward on a couple of these cases so yeah you know and there's a few interesting ones we found in them but we won't go into the details i think we have one more uh, state we probably want to talk about which yep. uh georgia bring up as well yeah let's talk about georgia what's going on there what are you guys doing T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. 
You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. So another one in Georgia, and uh, this is a 2022 case. The other ones I've talked to you so far are all 2020. Um, this one was a uh, voter that we had discovered. We've discovered several, but these are the ones that actually move forward, which is really hard to get happening in cases. But in this one with Georgia, we found this person who registered in South Carolina and then still voted in Georgia, like right after registering. So there's really no question about the residency. When they interviewed her, she basically like confessed to it. And I think that's why it was an easy um, on a conviction because they have to go through the, the boards. But now... Uh, they refer it to the attorney general's office, and we discovered her again also through the national change of address, the NCOA, and the you know out-of-state registration. Um, so that was a high enough bar of evidence that this person was not eligible to register, let alone vote in Georgia. And uh, you know we make sure our stuff is very well documented, so it's nice that we have a pretty high track record of you know, things moving forward. Ian, not just claims that can't be backed up. When you, know? you guys are 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 moving forward with these cases a lot of times they're just individual cases you know one person doing this is it indicative of a larger problem is that why you're going after one individual because you can document this one really well but that means there's probably x amount of others uh well to your question so first of all we have we're, we're not like for a lot of what i've submitted or you know our team submitted has been you know, sample sizes and we found these things in the sample, right? Like, hey, these are like definitely like double voters or things like that, right? Um, and that's a crime. we got to submit those. I mean, I have myself 200, almost 280 cases open right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it, it's like a funnel. And a lot of them either just don't get looked at or they just put them off to the side. They let the statute limitations run out, whatever. It comes down to the prosecutor, the DA, um, the AG, you know, deciding to go after it or not. They just think, ah, it's low priority. Ah, no one's going to bother convicting on this. No one cares. Um, and that's very frustrating. But, you know, we don't have the legal authority. All we can do is be concerned citizens and provide all the evidence on the silver platter. And, you know, we'll testify. We'll sign the notarizations. Um, but, yeah, just just us alone, we're at, what, almost 280? And I know there's other people around the country who've submitted stuff. So I'm sure it's a large, a much larger problem. But, you know, we're at least going to show, hey, these are moving forward. There's some wins. We'll take what we can. Yeah. I mean, you guys are very, very well documented. I, I love how uh, regimented and how, you know, detail-oriented you guys are about all these things because you're hard to argue with. <laughs> That's one of the reasons I like having you on. So let me ask you this before we run out of time here. Um, looking forward, you know, we, you guys look backward. You guys look at voter integrity of, of elections that have happened. Uh, but you, you've looked a lot at 2020 and now 2022. Have things gotten better, do you think, moving from 20 to 22? And then what does that mean for 24? Um, well, like I said, you know, for example, in Indiana, they had just passed the law, which I didn't realize was that recent that double voting wasn't even a, a, an issue. Like, they didn't have it on the law books at the time, right? So things are getting tighter since 2020 and through 2022, but this stuff takes a long time. I mean, you're trying to get legislators to agree on something. They can't even agree what to have for lunch. Um, and then... 
you know, it, it's getting a little better. And I think because election season's coming up, there's people who are going to want to campaign on, on tough on crime or election integrity. So, hey, we're going to try and use that for what it's worth and try to make some things happen. Um, but there's still a lot of work to be done. Uh, we do have an election integrity you know, uh, sheet that we use. If you look at lookaheadamerica.org slash integrity, you can see our six action points that we want to get every state to have to have a much stronger um, form of election integrity. But the, the biggest thing is that really people who are living in those states should be contacting their you know, their clerks, their legislators, et cetera, and they can get some action going and try to perhaps get meetings and um, bring their attention and concerns to them because they're supposed to be working for the constituents. You know, that's how it gets hap- That's how it happens on the state and local level. Yeah. Ian Camacho, appreciate your work. Look Ahead America. You are the director of research there. Anywhere else that you want people to connect with you if they're interested in looking into these things, which a lot of people are, in more detail, how do they find you? Um, you're always welcome to email me. My email is ian.camacho at lookaheadamerica.org. You can always volunteer with us at lookaheadamerica.org slash volunteer. Um, it is the end of the year almost, so we are a 501c3 tax-deductible organization. If you want to make a donation, we would absolutely love it. Lookaheadamerica.org slash donate. Um, and we also have a Gilded, uh, which is kind of like an online, you know, if we have games and movies and just a lot of socialization there. It's Gilded, G-U-I-L-D-E-D dot G-G slash lookaheadamerica.org. And that's where we are. Um, so thanks again for having me on the show, Ryan. Yeah, always appreciate your time. I'm sure we'll connect uh, a few more times going into an election year next year as you guys continue to, uh, well, I was going to say look ahead, but that was a little bit too on par for the name of the organization. Look ahead, America. Ian Camacho, thank you so much, and uh, we'll connect with you again in the new year. Thank you so much, Ryan. Hope you have a great Thanksgiving and hope all your volunteer, uh, volunteers and listeners and everyone participating had a fantastic Thanksgiving listening to this. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll talk to you soon. All right. This is Wiggins America. we got one more segment before the end of the hour. Stick around. We'll be right back. Get more at 971talk.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.